that's just excuses to do what they want to do. Well, they can be vulnerable and not be afraid of being hurt, where they can be open and honest. We get to come in on the Zoom call, chop it up about what we feel about the subject matter. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the podcast. This is the platform where you, the people, get to join the conversation. I am your host, Rudy Wilson, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the people. Tonight's topic for the podcast is interracial relationships. Well, black should stay with black and white should stay with white. I'm just playing. This is Joe. Um, basically, like um, the way it goes, I mean, whoever you fall in love with, you fall in love with, or whoever you like, you like. That's my thing on it. Um, there are some things that come with it uh, where you do interracial relationships, like some eyes and stuff. But I also feel like now, some, some eyes. Yeah, like you get certain looks and certain things and certain oh, reactions. Like oh, like okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, like certain reactions, but I think like in this day and age, I think it's a little different. Like I just feel like this generation, they just mix and mingle, so it's a lot more acceptable than it was in like our parents and our grandparents. But it, did that did that influence how you felt? Like did you used to be a little more racist back in the day, and now you let up some? Or <laughs> no, I'm saying like. I'm saying because you, well, you're, I'm saying you, you are, thank, you are, you are, thank, thank you, Woody, for outing me as a racist. <laughs> yes, I've always hated white people as long <laughs> as I live. Um, I'm saying, like, no. you, were, you were, you were, you were raised by these same parents that you're talking about. So I'm saying, like, at one point, were you thinking that way? And then now, yeah, like, like, I know when I came home, like, in my mind, I was like, I can't bring home a white woman. Like, my mm. mom's not going to allow it. Mm. Like, you know, but now later on, like, I see. Was she, was she verbal with that or you just assumed that? Oh no, she told me don't bring home no white girl. That was that was that was said. That <laughs> wasn't a joke. So uh yeah, but now I mean it's a little different. I mean, I guess they've changed. I mean, of course I've grown up, so I mean I don't really care. Whoever I like, I like, you know. Was it white specific or was it anybody non-black? Yeah, my, my mom wanted me to end up with, like, another Jamaican woman, another black woman. If she wasn't going to be Jamaican, she got to be at least black. So, they want that. But, I mean, at this point, I don't think they really care. They just want grandbabies. I think that's that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> but do, do, do you think they don't care because you are, like, with a black woman? Uh, yeah, but then again... Probably not, because they've changed, too, because as we grow, we change. So I think they've grown, too. So they've seen the world change. So I think I think they don't really care either, because I, I think if I ended up coming home with, like, a, a Mexican girl or something like that, I'm pretty sure they'll just be like, oh, okay, we're just going to have different dishes at Thanksgiving. Like, it's just, <laughs> that's pretty much it. I don't, I don't think they're going to change up or anything. Yeah. So I, I think I think everyone changes now. I had a question for Brian. Because he sounds like he might have uh, dated outside his race. My first question, have you, Brian? That will let me know whether I ask my second question. Yes, I have. Okay. Um, so uh, was it Caucasian or some other race? Oh, I've, I've dated Caucasian. I've dated Spanish. Uh, I've dated a few. Okay. So my question is, uh, from your, this is your own personal experience. What would you say, what are the differences, if any, did you find with dating outside of, you know, African-American woman versus a Spanish woman versus a Caucasian woman? Um, I would say the difference, just let's go from to Caucasian. The difference would be is they don't really understand certain things, like certain, certain things that we understand, like, like when you walk into somebody's house, like, like you speak or certain certain different things like they it was a different it was like kind of a culture shift and then they don't understand certain things that you may face as like a black man they can try to understand but they'll never really like get it so there was a kind of a disconnect there and then of course like you know you know music and stuff like that but sometimes they like the same music but 
this I've had somewhere they like country and just country and mm. <clears throat> I like what I like. But as far as it goes for Spanish, it was a, it was a little easier because they're kind of closer to like our culture. You know what I'm saying? So with the white, you know, I have to deal with like the going to their type of events and dealing with their family where uh, sometimes their uncle doesn't know that they're racist. Because <laughs> a, a lot of people don't understand is that a lot of white people aren't racist. They're just, they, they just, I don't know how to put this. They just like, un, I don't know, uncultured or dumb. They just don't know what they're saying is racist. So in their mind, they just think they're just they're just talking. So they'll just be like, "Oh, you're one of the good ones," something like that. And you're just like, "What? What are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? I like you. I like you, Uncle <laughs> Uncle Phil. You know, what I'm saying? stuff like that, like stuff like that." For all you quiet parents sitting here on the podcast, uh, would you be opposed to your kids dating outside of the race? I, I dated outside of my race to me, and, and you know. With, with my mom, she said she didn't care, but I think she did. Right. Um, but you know, love, love, the heart wants what the heart wants. Um, one of my kids, my son, when um he's he's twenty two now, one of them. But when he was about seventeen and eighteen, he said he wouldn't date. Now I'm just saying what he said. So, ladies, please don't be offended. He said he wouldn't date uh, uh, black women because they're not smart. Mm. I had my whole house in the, in the uproar because mm. my wife is black. Right, right. So, um, so we didn't we didn't care who he dated, but we care about we cared about his thought process. Mm. Uh, you know uh, why he wouldn't uh, date uh, black women, but now he now he date black women. So mm. uh, and um. Some of that I think is growing up, trying things, trying different things, mm. seeing where you uh, fit in. Um, but this is what I, I don't like when when people say they don't see color. I don't like that. Mm. How you not see color? Right. Uh, yeah. When they say, "Well, yeah, I don't see color." Yes, you do. You might not want to acknowledge it, right. but you see. You you have to see color because of just what the, uh, the young gentleman just said. That, the, the food, the, the way you act, the way you walk in people's houses. Because when you walk in a, a black person's house, you need to, you're going you gonna to speak. Or somebody's going to say, hey, you ain't speak. Right. You know, versus some white folks' house. That's not just, just how they do. You know, so, um, uh, but me personally, uh, dating outside the race, I, I think, is, in my opinion, is it, it, good because the heart won't what the heart wants. Do you possibly know where your son may have got, just say, that programming from? Like, is you know, was it in the, 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 the movies, TV shows, music? Was it, you know, like, what was what was feeding him that narrative about Black women that made him feel like that, if, if you know? What, what, what I think is, is, is videos and the way a lot of Black women are portrayed in movies, just like you were saying, movies and stuff. That's what I, that's what I, I think. Um, um, Sometimes people mention stuff about uh, school, and like they didn't know the answer, and they should have know the answer. He thought they should have know the answer, but um, most mostly off of TV. I used to say, "Why are they doing that?" You know, you know, shaking their butt, mm-hmm. or what, what have you. Yeah, I say you ask the question, "Why are they doing that?" But you steady looking at it. You ain't mm-hmm. turned TV yet, so I'm, I'm I'm letting them know that even though he asking why they doing it, you know, you you still looking at it, but. Right. Yeah, that's that's basically it. But me, far as far as me, the heart wants what the heart wants, you know. And you're gonna have trials through any relationship. It's gonna be different with with interracial relationships, but you're gonna have trials in any relationship. It just depends on how bad you you want that relationship. In my in my last question, when you dated outside your race at one point in time, did you deal with any like backlash, scrutiny, any you know? I did, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't care. I did, but I didn't, I didn't, that's what I'm saying. It depends on how bad you wanted that relationship. Um, because when you choose, it's like a, it's like a thief, to be honest with you. And I make this quick. If you can put all the locks on your doors, you can have an alarm on your car. But if that thief want it, they coming to get it. Right. So uh, you put that, that same energy into a relationship. If uh, you want that person, no matter what color or whatever it is, then you want to deal with, 
you know, what comes with it. You're going to deal with it, and you're going to straighten some people out along the way. I agree with everybody. It's like, hey, whatever you you like, you like. Um, you know, you've got a preference. You may think you've got a preference, but then up the road, you may meet someone of a different race. It's like, oh, my goodness. You know, so you may just be just as shocked as anybody else. Uh, but following up on the, you know, how we were raised and how our parents viewed it, uh, like don't bring no white woman up in my house and things like that. But I think mm-hmm. they make, I think they were coming from a different place. Uh, I've been spending a lot of time talking to my dad and, you know, who's like 90 years old. They grew up with that generation where you don't look at no white woman. You don't mm-hmm. uh, drink at the same water fountain. And, uh, you know, he's given me some horror stories. So from their perspective, you know, when they say don't bring one home, they may be saying don't bring one home. So I had to go find you in an alley with a, you know, some white folks and beat you up because you were with a white woman, right. you know. So their perspective is is pretty dramatic from where we are today. Uh, you know, matter of fact, my dad moved to Chicago to get away from the, the white man you know, because he said something they didn't, you know, agree with, you know, uh, he, he, you know, he's talked about people that, you know, white woman was, they used to have um, a police station used to be next to a phone pole and this white woman walked up and just out the blue kissed this black guy. Next thing you know, he was hiding out on a cornfield and they were trying to get him out of town because they had a lynch mob looking for him. So, uh, in today's world, it seems like the media is making such a a great effort of showing interracial relationships. You know, mm-hmm. now when I see a commercial and I see a black man with a black woman, it's like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right, right. or vice versa. Right. You know, and then when the attacks came on the Asians, now you put more Asians on TV. You know, just to let people know they do exist Mm -hmm. so i just think in the world in general and and maybe i may get slapped for saying it but like white folks are special you know when it comes to that you know and you just never know when somebody may walk up to you you know right now you know you're walking your own neighborhood and with these 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 racist karens uh, cut you off and call the police on you and all kind of things so you know in the perfect world yeah, it's a great thing, but when you, I think when you do do that, you're not only going to get looks, you just get in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I hope don't nothing come up out of this that typically you wouldn't think would, you know, it's just an extra thought in the back of your mind. It's like, okay, wait a minute, I'm in a, I'm in a bar, it's more of them than it is me now, how mm-hmm. safe am I? Mm-hmm. So I think it just puts a, uh, a lot of additional stress on you it makes you think about things that you typically wouldn't think about if you were within your own race just right. because how the right. world is today i have two boys two black boys african-american boys so i do feel like um if they decide to date out of their race that's going to make it a little bit harder for them um it is absolutely fine because they can choose who they want to it's just it's um It'll just be difficult. And see, I come from a very small, even though I live here in Tampa, I'm from a very small town, um, majority majority white town, city. Mm. Um, and they were not always kind to me. Mm. So I don't want my kids to have to experience the things, some of the things that I experienced growing up, especially um, just, yeah, just in school and also just being in that place. I don't want them to have to go through the things that I went through. And you're always, I feel like, um, even though the world is changing and it kind of is more accepted for people for interracial dating, I just don't want them to, um, I just don't want them to be, to go through any kind of um, heartache just because they decide to date someone who does not look like them. So that's the right. parent side. Right, 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 right. <laughs> The personal side, mm, ooh, yeah, I am kind of biased when it comes to skin tone because I, I typically don't um, look at people who are, this is real bad to say, people who are lighter than I am. I tend to look my color and darker 
Okay. And if I, I'm not sure if actually I don't know what that is. I just feel like um, dark skinned people, darker skinned people are just really beautiful to me. Mm. So that's typically what I have always been. That's you know that's what I've always I've never dated outside my race. I'm not sure if I could because mm-hmm. the minute that I'm dating a white man and he say come here my brown baby what mm-hmm. your brown <laughs> then it might be a problem. So All I right. just you know I. Mm-mm. <laughs> I can't. I can't personally, but you know, if you want to, that's completely up to you. I, <laughs> that's fine. Gotcha. So, I lived in a a small town in North Carolina at one point, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, more so in middle school, the the white girls that were dating black boys uh even in middle school they were getting disowned by their parents the white girls uh, white girls yeah they had to go live with with, with grandma with with mama whatever the case may be <laughs> right yeah you're not saying here anymore uh <laughs> but i I have a Dominican BM and I have a white BM and uh, BM is baby mama for anybody who don't know. uh, Yeah, I'm sure. I got (laughs) I got one more now. It's probably going to be one more. I got to come back home. You feel me? I got to. It's probably going to be. I don't feel right until you know what I'm saying. Uh, but no, I think <laughs> I think it's whoever, whoever you like. I mean, we say we've come so far, but it's still a lot that goes on that shows that we haven't come far. As an example, it's still when you walk in and them all holding hands, you still get the looks of disgust. You still get the looks of why is why are y'all together? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it creates because uh, I've seen it. I'm sure we all have. It can create. I'm not going to say always, but for if there are children that are biracial, I do feel like it can create some questions. What do you identify as? I feel like kids still make that hard as well. Am I black? Am I white? Am I how? Who who do I identify with the most? What group is? It comes down to who's going to accept me. It's like a where do I fit in situation that they've been placed into. Mm-hmm. So that can be difficult. I mean, that's something that I think about in terms of educating them on the world that we're living in because there's a there's a a world that I feel like I grew up in versus a world that I feel like she grew up in. But like some of the people have said, they grew up in a in a in a different time when when white people were putting sicking dogs on black people and spitting mm-hmm. on black people and a mm-hmm. and a white woman could say that man raped me and mm-hmm. that man to get killed or go to prison. So mm-hmm. we're not too far removed as a society from those times either. With your first two baby mamas, um or BMs as you like to refer to <laughs> as you like to refer to them as. Um with with with, with both of them were the experiences different like if you were when you were dating them at you know the different times like did you deal with a certain level of scrutiny with the white one that you didn't with the Dominican one or vice versa? Ooh, I didn't know we were going to get investigative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, one thing, now I can only speak to my experience. I'm not going to say all of them are like this. Mm. But uh, it's along the lines of what Chappelle is saying, which I get about the uh, the white members of the LGBTQIA plus community, mm-hmm. that being if they need, they can dial in being white at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have experienced that in in different ways. 
So, and I think that's always going to be the case. As long as, as long as there's uh, that privilege and as long as there's a, a feeling of superiority, which they've been indoctrinated with, we've all been indoctrinated with, if you choose to subscribe to mm. American history, K through 12, mm. then it's almost automatic that they would think that they're better or superior. Mm. So that plays out in, in a lot of different ways, I think. Um, including in when you are of an opposite race, trying to build a relationship uh, and things go wrong argument-wise or uh, even how you're going to, if there's children involved, how you're going to raise the children. Mm. What what's cool and what's not cool hey mm. this is how i was raised mm. so i'm ready to do this i'm ready to do that no i i don't think that's good it's the jokes that people make about the uh time out versus versus the belt <laughs> right right yeah stuff like that becomes a reality so gotcha. not gotcha. that i want to just whip my kids but. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> You need to know your audience. Your audience needs to know you. Like, you know, love can be love. Everybody should love each other and stuff like that. But like everyone has said is that if I don't feel comfortable going around your people because they're going to say inappropriate things to me or they're going to touch my hair, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I can do without it, you right, know? Right. Um, or they, they just don't know their place or they, you know feel like uh they're more superior because we're, we're seeing constantly that there's so many races that think that they're above <laughs> the black race and i just feel like if we could just be equal and we could just literally just love each other the same and, and not have to be judged i'm fine with it it doesn't matter you know what what box you check on all applications would you date outside the race or have you date outside the race I've looked outside my race. I haven't dated outside of my race um, because, like I said, if you say anything um, that I got to side eye you on, I'm I, I'm not interested mm. in, in you. So you you know a lot of people don't get that far. Um, you know, like I said, I've had I have friends, but nothing that I would you know share my bed with or right. life with. Right, right. Because uh, I just don't trust you enough. Mm-hmm. surprisingly like when I came up because of the way I guess I speak because my mom was an English teacher I, mm-hmm. I didn't really uh, you couldn't speak like say Ebonics in the house mm-hmm. so like when I came up I really like all the black girls weren't interested in me so I had to just basically like hey well y'all don't like me so I'm gonna go date you know whatever else mm-hmm. so sometimes some things don't it's not really it's not really based on this or that it's just some things just happen now, now, I'm engaged to a black woman. So I, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I've dated nothing but black women after high school because coming up, like the same things that they're saying they experience, I experienced. Like dating a girl, and when she comes to the school and her parents are there, her parents can't know we're together, you know, because mm-hmm. their dad, her, her dad's a racist or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or or like I can't go to her house, but she can come to my house type mm. thing. Or you know, but I mean it's it's certain things which I get it, you don't want to deal with and stuff like that. I do know that they do push in a relation uh relationships now. Like it's it's all over the TV and it's just for sure. And it's so random. Like it'll yeah. just be a black guy and then it'll just be like, Oh, here's a white woman. And it's just like, mm. oh like hug you, hug you know, hug yeah, and it'll, and it'll be like the commercials about diapers, but then they're showing off the relationship, and we're like, right. I don't. What does this got to do with the diapers? I don't right. understand. Right. So I mean, there's that point. I would prefer that my kids dated in dated stayed within the race, but if they didn't, I because one of my one of my daughters did. She dated outside the race, and I mean, he she was happy. So mm. you know. I never showed any sign that, like, oh, I would have preferred, mm-hmm. you know, to be with a black guy. She ended up with a black guy, but um, I wouldn't do that. Um, I feel like, like, it, like when the young man who said that his son said that he doesn't date black girls because they're not mm-hmm. smart or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, the disappointing thing about that is that um, many times 
us as parents, black parents, sometimes mm -hmm. like we fail our children. I'm not saying he did, but mm -hmm. many times our kids really do not know about, they really don't know about the history of our ancestors, mm -hmm. of all the things that we've been able to accomplish as black, black people in spite of so much oppression mm -hmm. and everything. Like mm -hmm. there's just so much about us as African-Americans to be proud of, mm. but many times, you know, we, we just, we're not, we're not teaching our children those things. Um, when it comes to, because the thing is like, even like, especially like, so the black women out of all the races, black women are the most educated. They're currently mm. the most educated race of women. Mm. So, and so these are things that a lot of times are, our black people, our, our kids are not being told. Right. And so many things have been um, invented and all the different things. There's just so much to be proud of as black people. Right. I mean, there's this is so much. Right. We our, our ancestors, even us in this time that we live in now, with so much going on that could make us feel down and just give up and everything. And we continue to excel. We continue mm -hmm. to excel. Mm -hmm. Even mm -hmm. when it comes to when someone mentioned about even the way you speak, many times that's about where you were, where you, where you live, where mm -hmm. you were brought up. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. like, yeah, you can all be black, but maybe, I don't know, like a certain state or a certain area or something. And so they speak a certain way mm -hmm. and it seems like, mm -hmm. but sometimes, right. They're just as educated. Right. They're just as intelligent. Right. Everything is just that they sort of speak a certain way, <laughs> right. you right. know, or they code switch, you right. know, because right. maybe when they're around you, they want to feel comfortable. <laughs> they just right. want to let it all out, but right. Right. they're still just as educated. So I guess, well, I dated outside of my uh, race before. I dated a white guy before in my single days. I'm married to a black man, been married to him a long time, very happy. And I mean, it's great. Like, mm -hmm. that's just the bottom line. He, we understand the struggle. We mm -hmm. understand the struggle together. All of our kids are Black. Mm -hmm. All of our kids are educated. Mm -hmm. And it's great. Like, right. I love it. So I guess I would say, I would encourage people to do more of educating their kids, their young adults and all, more about who we are as Black people let them know about the successes of Black people because the media, yeah, they put it out there about mm. the white people. But mm. trust me, like, we, we have so much to be proud of. Along the lines of what she just said, it's good to be in the struggle together. But one thing I have dealt with personally is sometimes also uh, a woman of another race can be a little bit more empathetic to what you're going through, say how your day went. So that can be, that's that's one thing that I've dealt with that isn't so cool. You think you think you think the empathy, you think the empathy comes from just say the the opposite race situation, or do you think it was just was her as a human? Opposite race, opposite okay. race. Why? Why, uh, why so? A black woman that grew up in the hood, we both struggled. We both grew up getting our lights turned off, water turned off, having to go to grandma's house, take a bath, all that stuff. You, that stuff like that sticks with you. So, okay, you come home, you come home, damn, rough day at work. You should have seen how these white people treat me. You should have seen how they was treating me. I don't want to, oh. <laughs> That's your impression. <laughs> oh, oh, one second, man! Is you can't tell, you can't tell, uh, you can't complain too much. Pretty much, that's that's been my experience. You can't mm. complain too much to another black person, man. How hard it is mm. going through your day being black when they just went through their day being black. So, whereas in someone from another race might be like, "Oh my gosh, that's." That's that's messed up. Hold on, what happened? They talk to you like that? They treat you like that? Black person oftentimes gonna be like, shit, that, that was my yesterday. Shit, I don't, <laughs> what you want me to do? 
Right. I'm right. dealing with the same shit. Right. You should have seen the way they acted in the bank. Shit. Yeah. I, when I was at Chase last week, they so right. <laughs> that that's what I mean from a from a racial standpoint. So in a relationship, sometimes you do want that empathy. Sometimes you do just want to be heard instead of trying to outdo each other on it's harder. I'm we both black, but it was harder for me today. Then you, I know you got tomorrow probably, but today it was harder for me being black in America. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's one thing that I have noticed. Mm-hmm. Not, that, but I do want to, now I do want to be with a black one, preferably Miss Education, Lauren Hill, Issa Rae right now. I'm hoping mm-hmm. she get divorced. Um, gotcha. <laughs> I got like a top 10. I'm not going to go through. <laughs> when interracial... Uh, interracial marriage happens specifically a black person with a white person whether no matter whatever the gender is with black male white male whatever um do, do you think that imagery messes up the i guess the the strong black proud family uh you know representation that i guess is, is needed and is spoken so highly of right now like when when you know as opposed to if you see you know, all black family, um, the, you know, does that hold more weight, you know, or, or, or does when you throw a white woman in or there or a white man in there, uh, does that throw off, I guess, us trying to accomplish that goal of being proud of our blackness and, you know, what the strong black family should look like? In my opinion, no, um, because if you to me now, if you say that, even even because say if the kids mix, it's like you saying, well, so you less blacker than me, but his roots, the that that child roots still has whichever parent is black, so he still has the the, the roots so that 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 we give to that that child, so. In 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 my opinion, it doesn't it doesn't hurt. That's my opinion. It doesn't it doesn't hurt because he's still a part, or she is still a part of the black uh, community. I know most people won't see it that way. And and like somebody you say, they 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 go by a lot of people go by skin tone. But the mm-hmm. Spanish dude told me one time he he laid out because we in the barbershop, shop. You know how you talk in the barbershop. shop, mm-hmm. and he say. He say Fred. He laid out his 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 family. They would they they went from everybody complexion on here to to darker, and mm. and I actually almost thought they was black. So all I'm saying is that it, it is that it, it to me it doesn't make our our race weaker. To me, it strengthens us because um, if you go real deep in it. They might have, okay, because the kids are our future, right? So the kids are our future. So now they seeing, a lot of them seeing the same struggle that we have. So now we got more voting power. We got, we got more voices out there. So no, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make them weaker. And on top of that, on, on, on this note, I was watching the show and it said, and, and, and after they respond to, to, to your question, I um love the ladies to respond to this i was watching the show vh1 or something and it says that on that show they had a percentage but it was a high percentage of black women wanted white men because they was more stable it didn't even have anything to do with look it was more stable more mm. financial mm. you know more of this or more of that versus the the, the black guy so i mean so so go so real quick going back to my question so not so not even so much about the offspring and the child and if they're still considered black or not but more or less the the whole family outlook so let's just say like hypothetically if Martin Luther King did exactly what he did but he had a white wife instead of Coretta Scott King like would 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 us as young black people coming up looking at that imagery would that put a different perspective in our minds in reference to you know just say how we view black women or whatever the case may be because we see this powerful black man 
who did a, a bunch of things for black people but had a white wife like what would, would, would that be looked at differently than him actually having a black wife depending on the age group yes depending on the age group um if, if you if you if you're uh much older uh like the one gentleman said uh his dad will tell you don't bring that white woman home because you might have to go looking for you mm-hmm. versus now you know uh since it's hypothetical versus now it's okay versus mm-hmm. now okay and plus not only do we got because you said mom Luther king not only do we got a voice for africans american now we got a white voice that's going to speak or, or help the african american take uh good times black mm-hmm. family right mm-hmm. take good times black family struggling strong positive uh then uh um, james Evans, uh strong positive take jefferson jefferson rich rich black family no kids then you take different strokes mm-hmm. so now you got an interracial uh family mm-hmm. they still got the hood in them but mm-hmm. now they put the, the, the black kids with a white family mm-hmm. and they struggled through the times mm-hmm. and, you know on the show they struggled through mm-hmm. but they never did lose they they blackness mm-hmm. and matter of fact they learned from each other so so on a mixed relationship it is give and take mm-hmm. and it's learning i don't think it makes the race weaker what i think is that it makes makes it stronger because think about it on different strokes they started speaking up for each other mm-hmm. i know it's a show but i'm just saying they started speaking up for each other and you can convert that into real life mm-hmm. because you're not gonna let nobody talk about your wife mm-hmm. or you even let nobody talk about um your husband. so now you got you got two different races with one voice mm-hmm. for that 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 family mm-hmm. so i just think that it 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 it, it makes it stronger and then you have people that hate on that too so you have to watch out for that too. They they hate that this whether well, this this interracial relationship. They hate that this going on, and then some people hate it because they can't have it. So I mean, it, it's it's a wide. It's it's just a it's just a uh, a wide genre of things, but I just think that it, it it'll make it, it it's it's stronger. With the right mix, it's just it's it's it's, it's stronger. I really do think that's an excellent question, especially you bringing up Martin Luther King, because if we think about Malcolm X as Detroit Red with a white woman, right? Mm. And then we see Malcolm X or Betty Shabazz. That is, it definitely would have an impact on perception and followers because of the message being preached. I think that's what it comes down to. Are you preaching a message of being pro-black? Because if you're preaching a message of being pro-black, then it doesn't make sense for you to have anything outside of that. Your followers are are going to be confused. Mm. So if you're pro-black this, pro-black that, then I feel like you have to stay that. Mm. Um, Does a, a black family send a different message to other to black children than a mixed family yes i think so but what makes it different right now is the times that we're living in it seems like say generation z has been raised in a race to be more accepting mm-hmm. of interracial relationships of the lgbtqa plus community mm-hmm. they don't they don't judge as harshly mm-hmm. as judgment in the past mm-hmm. so if that's the case is this is where the world headed more of a mix is it headed more in a mixed family direction or is it headed more in a same race family direction and the way it appears 
is that it's headed more in a mixed family direction. So I think the the black family being the ultimate example of strength and love, I and I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but it seems like that is that's starting to fade away, and the mixed family is going to become the the more dominant perception of what a family looks like going into the future. Ideally, it probably would be better to have a same race family uh, just because of that kind of goes into the history of different races. Um, unless, unless everybody's really going to change because we have lived in a world where um, you still have plenty of people on all black people can be racist, white people can be racist. You know, every race has racist people. Mm. So and then you got the people who say, well, black people can't be racist because of all these various reasons. Mm. But yeah. family-wise, family-wise, a I don't think there's a better example to a child than the same race if you're looking to raise that child with that pro-black mentality or that pro-white mentality that pro-hispanic mm. mentality if that's what you're looking to do then it should be same race if that's not what you're looking to do if you're not trying to make your race better than anyone else's race mm. and you're just trying to say we're all equal we all love the same. We all hate the same. If that's the case, if you're not going to ra- if you're going to raise your child up looking at the world in that way, you're not going to say why hey, this is what white people did to us in the 60s and the 50s mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and slavery. If you're not raising them that way and we all love one another, then a mixed family isn't an issue. Mm-hmm. So I think it's pro if you're doing pro your race versus everybody's equal peace and love going back to what everybody's saying in reference to like you know it's it works out better when you have the the same shared experiences so what about within just say the same skin complexion of black people but different um you know uh, cultural uh, upbringing so like you know you would be an african-american but you date someone from africa or you date someone from the uk um does, does does that matter? You know, does the does the being able to relate to them matter as much because they you know they share the same skin color, or is that I guess just as difficult as dating a white? Let me hit that. One. I'm sorry. Let me hit that. One. I, I was in college. Okay. And and I I uh I was I was dating this uh this this uh, this, late, this girl from 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 Haiti, and she mm. said we can date, but if you cheat on me, I'm gonna put a hex on you. I walked away from her. Mm. So just talk about that, and then also, I dated. It was a real uh, African late uh, girl, and when I went over there, <laughs> she had a mark on her face, and I didn't know it. I, I didn't know, and I told her, I said, "You must have been sleeping really hard." She said, "Why?" Well, I said, "Cause you got a prettier face," and she said, "That's my uh, tribal mark." So if you don't know, then yeah, it can mm. that that can to me that's that's almost more dangerous than interracial relationship because mm. it's, it's a whole it's tough. yeah anyway gotcha gotcha <laughs> i was a lot younger but i dated someone from ghana and i remember him saying something about it was almost kind of like they kind of looked down on um the african americans because we were born here and mm. we kind of had adopted it was, it was almost like they felt like we were more, um, and then again, this was years ago, this was year, mm-hmm. years ago, like almost maybe 25, almost 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but he felt like, he felt like, and then also like his family felt like a lot of Black people here in the United States were more of, um, more, had more of the, like the Caucasian type views. Mm-hmm. So they did a lot of times with, with some things kind of, you know, kind of look down on us here. Was that the reason y'all broke up? Was those no that was not. It was oh. um other issues. There. Okay. <laughs> other things going on. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Other things. <laughs> Had nothing to do with that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And just out of curiosity, um, are, are white women the devil? And I'm asking because it's, <laughs> it's so many black people on here. And I, I know y'all, everybody want to be politically correct. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just know even in my own upbringing, I'm not saying for my parents, I'm just saying just in my life growing up, I, I definitely, you know, um, there was definitely an image painted to me in reference to a white woman and, 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 and dating a white woman and what that comes with and, and her setting you up and getting you in trouble and she gonna, you know, she gonna, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, you know. So, um, and of course there's, you know, many examples like the Emmett Tills and different situations. So I'm just wondering, like, is, is in, 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 in the black community, like is, what's this, what's this, the, decision are we making is the white woman the devil or are we <laughs> are we cool now because generation z say so my dad coached he coached baseball basketball and football so mm -hmm. i saw like you know his of course his teams were pretty much all black mm -hmm. um and i saw a lot of them kind of get into some situations with some of the white girls that weren't too favorable mm -hmm. some things that the white girls said that turned out not to be true and then it ended up negatively affecting like the the player mm. um now as an adult for me I don't know if some of the other women on here would agree with me but it's like when you see an interracial couple and it's the black male and the white female the white female gives you this look like uh, I got him mm. you can't have him mm. and it's I don't know what that is but I've talked to other black women and they've said the same thing. Like they they've noticed that look, but I don't know what that is. So I wouldn't necessarily say like that. All women, all white women, women are the devil, but um, <laughs> maybe there might be something. <laughs> I don't know. A white cougar that I dated, I did used to call her the devil. I, <laughs> I will. Okay. I said a lot of mean things and that was included in that. Um, yeah, there were other words that were used as well to describe her. Um, but now I feel like, I feel like all races of people have devils. I don't just think that it's the, the I don't just think that it's white people any longer because I've seen evil in all races. And I have homeboys that have dealt with women that are dating women from different races and they, they go through it. Mm -hmm. The same with a black or Hispanic woman. Mm -hmm. The same things you hear about men dealing with white women. Mm -hmm. Same thing with black women. Same thing with Hispanic women. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a little bit I think it's a little bit close-minded and possibly even ignorant to say that White people are the devil versus any other race. Mm -hmm. um, but the other side of that, though, is I do think there's a reason why white people do the things that they do. And I don't necessarily feel like that makes them the devil. Uh, there's a comic that has a joke about just white people kind of got in where they fit in. Mm. Uh, but when you do look at wars, uh, when you do look at who's creating the diseases, when you do look at who goes out into the wild and is around poisonous snakes and lions, and there's a reason why, in my opinion, that you see them doing these things. They seem to be the most evil. I do think that there's a reason for that, but I don't know that black people if put in the same position wouldn't exhibit the same kind of behavior mm. on, on a global scale mm. uh, or that Hispanic people because Oriental people, Genghis Khan and I forgot the other guy's name, they killed more people than any other dictator. People always mention Hitler and mm. Stalin, but these are, these are individuals that kill way more. We talk about 60 million, right. 70 million. So um, you have African Kings that have slaughtered. Mm. A lot of people say the African Kings are the ones that uh, some of them gave slaves away to come to 
America. So when we look at evil, yeah, I don't think it can just be placed to one race. I think it's more specific based. I think it's more situational versus being related to the race because say with child support and keeping, keep, this is just an example, keeping the woman away, keeping the kids away from the father. I mean, that alone, that's not just a white woman thing. Mm. But uh, killing each other in the hood. It's us killing us. So what? where does the evil, where does the evil lie? Mm. It seemed like everywhere. Mm. Um, but I've had devil shit done to me by a it, white woman. But is it is it is it more accepted? Is it more accepted when it comes from your own? Because even so, let's just say like um, you you know, so the Emmett Till situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say if that was a black woman who did that to him instead of a white woman. Like, would we would we have overlooked it because it's black on black crime, like we do the killings in the hood, and and do we do we only make a big deal about it because it was this white girl who did this to this black boy? Emmett Till was a great running back for the Cowboys. He had a lot of good seats. Oh, my fault, no, I'm. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't know. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't know. Hey, Emmett, the Emmett Till situation, I think. Again, it's situational. Mm. You we, during that time, it was a white woman could say anything about a black boy or black man, and like I said earlier, it was either death or the black man or boy would end up going to jail or prison. That's mm. how the times were, mm. and that comes from white people having the power, white people creating the laws, white people being the president, Mm -hmm. white people uh, viewing, it it takes two and a half black men to equal one white man. All these ideologies, the truth is that black people are the Native Americans, that the, the, the building where genealogical records were kept, proving that, that building was burned down. And a bunch of white men, scientists and authors were enlisted to basically rewrite history and make people believe the things that they believe today, which is that it's created this perception that white people are superior. That's how everyone has been, uh, that's the indoctrination. Mm -hmm. If black people knew the real history like, uh, who was saying that? I think Sher- Sherry was saying that. If black people knew about how many inventors, how many kings and queens, how the first president of America being bl- about the Moors, if black people really knew the history, then all the situations like Emmett Till and, and slavery period would have never even come about. Because what's lacking, the reason why we kill each other is because of how we view each other. If we don't look at each other as kings and queens, if we look at our lives as recoupable, then we're going to continue killing each other. We're going to continue allowing, the government has taken control, Section 8 and all these different things, depending on the government, letting segregation end when there was a plan for that. So... That goes to say that white people are, again, in my opinion, it's all situational. And it's the things that black people have allowed to happen. The the direction that black people have allowed this country to go in that even creates situations like that to be possible, like an Emmett Till. Why, why, how did we get to a point where a white woman could say that a, a black boy whistled at her how do we, and, and he ended up dying. How do we get to a point where black people are being hung from trees? How do we get to this point where white people have, white people and Jews have this much power? Pro-black does not equal anti-white. Uh, I have a, a good coworker slash friend. She's as, we would call her, she wears dress. She's very pro-black or whatever. And her husband is as white as you can get from Sweden. 
but they appreciate. As a matter of fact, she came Rio to your and Rudy's show when we had it over there on Gun Highway. Her and the white husband were, were both there. Um, but she's very, we would say, uh, pro-Black. So being pro-Black doesn't mean anti-white. I do agree with Sherry, though, uh, that the onus is on us as parents and teachers and whatever uh, to teach the history of whatever your ancestry is. Just like if you're Italian, your folks need to be telling you about the Italian history. That doesn't mean I'm I'm anti-Irish because I'm Italian and an Italian can marry an Irish person and they both, you know, the kids learn now they have a real uh, interesting history because they have, you know, some of both uh, in them. And so mm. I don't think, I think the society, particularly American society, uh, pits one against the other. Segregated neighborhoods and, you know, you can't, you know, it's taboo to marry somebody outside your race and whatever. Now, um, I must say, when my son was coming up and a young athlete, um, because of the things that were happening during the time, I still know a young man who was put in jail uh, erroneously because of dating a, a white girl and dad found out and, you know, said he raped her and, and he was a, you know, football star on his way to college. He's still in jail for that, something he didn't do. So those kinds of things were happening along the time my son was coming up. So, uh, I was telling him, hey, white girls are trouble. Beware of white girls, you know, they're trouble. Not, not the individual, but what surrounds them. They can love you and like you and you want to be, but but what comes with it, it can can be troublesome and you can, you know, be harmed by that. Not because she's evil, but the society that we lived in really is evil. And so uh, that was kind of my message. Uh, am I opposed to uh, dating or marrying outside the race? Uh no, now that everybody's grown or whatever, they make their decisions and, you know, it is a, it, times are a little different now uh, also, but it's still some of that that exists. Uh, the, the area where I work uh, with Guardian at Lightham, um, there are a lot of little uh, multiracial kids here that are in foster care. And I was visiting uh, one of my kids on my case is a multiracial kid that was placed with his white grandmother. Kid's mother was, was a drug addict father lived in Michigan, he was black. And that white grandmother, while we were out there talking, the little child was riding the bike, thought it necessary to tell me, now you see that? I don't agree with all of that. I don't agree with the mixing of races. Now that one is mine, but I don't agree with. So she fundamentally, I mean, that was her blood and mm -hmm. her daughter was a drug addict and she took the boy in because mm -hmm. that was her, but she did not like the idea mm -hmm. of the racist being mixed and she mm. thought it necessary to tell me that she wanted me to know that she wasn't liking it mm. you know and so uh and that's now where we live now in the tampa bay area so um it's still several people said you know if that's who you love that's who you love just understand everything that might that perhaps may may come with it and it depends mm. on where you live in the country too mm. you know um you know, I live in, especially out here in Pasco County, I call it Trump country, you know, mm -hmm. and so you still, people are flying rebel flags and, you know, it's it's a lot, a lot of that still happening in 2022. Um, and then you may go to California, uh, where my daughter lives in a basically white neighborhood and she's running, running around the neighborhood and all of the white people got Black Lives Matter signs in their yard. Mm -hmm. She's showing, look, Ma, they all got Black Lives Matter signs and they're, they're white people. And so it just kind of depends too uh, culturally. But I just believe, uh, oh, one other thing, we hear a lot about Black on Black crime. Well, guess what? White people mainly kill white people too. The percentage, I looked it up the other day, the percentage of white people who kill white people are in the high 80s, the percentage of black people who kill black people are in the high 80s. Why? Because that's who you're around. And so when you get into altercations and whatever, that's who you're killing. But we never hear about white on white crime. It's always black on black crime. Black people kill, well, white people killing each other also because that's who you're around and that's who you're getting to confrontations with and so you know let's deal with crime period i think society the societal factors uh really play a lot in it because that's why there are so many multiracial biracial children here in this florida area i was really shocked because i'm born and raised in chicago i've lived in new york i've lived in, lived in atlanta when i came here i was like gosh and for it to be uh so so whatever, and I'm, I'm just really shocked that it's, you know, the young people are getting together and they're having these babies and the parents are hating it. 
you know, mm-hmm. on my husband's job, they would talk about it. You know, my daughter with that, you know, they hate it. He's black. They're talking to him about it. They hate it. Mm-hmm. But the young people are, you know, are just stepping on out there, I guess, and, and, and doing their thing, which is a good thing. But again, I just don't think uh, being pro-black doesn't mean you have to be anti-white. Being pro-Irish doesn't mean you have to be anti-Italian. You know, just be proud of who you are. Make sure your children understand their heritage. And I think to be a strong family and you have two people of different races and, you know, they're both appreciating each other and they, they know their heritage, that takes more strength a lot of times than than um, than people of the same race sometimes. Because you can be of the same race and still have a different cultural background and can't get along. Yeah, so I was a parent that told my son, hey, you know, they trouble, be careful white girls, they trouble, not the individual girl, but because what came with her and, and what society might do, what her parents might do. And, you know, all of that that comes with it could cause you trouble. Not that she's evil, but that, you know, dating like that could cause you trouble. Not necessarily don't do it, but, you know, it can be trouble. Um, I was just thinking, I think it's important to that we are intentional about helping our young people mm. um, again. So it's dating outside your race is great as long as it's, you know, it's a problem when it's things like, well, um, I date a white person or whatever because boom, 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 putting the black race down, like putting mm. your own race down mm. um, is, that, is that being your reason? Mm. You know what I mean? Or feeling like you can, the only way you can advance is if you're with a white person mm-hmm. or you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. um, they got, they have better credit or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or their parents can help me get a better job or mm-hmm. things like that. Cause mm-hmm. as black parents, we should be teaching our kids how good credit is important. Right. I mean, there is nothing that we cannot do. Um, anything we can do with, Someone of a brother, another race, we can do it with with our own race. Right. So it's just important that if they're going to date outside of their race, it, they just should not do it because they they don't think enough of themselves mm. that they need to that validation from another race. Mm. And so I mean, many of us, our kids are adults now, right. but I still I still talk I still talk to mine about it. You know, I, I still do and. So I just think that, that that's so important that we lift up our race and help our young people to be just to be more confident about who they are. Right, eyes, it's on you. Hi, that was so well said. Mm-hmm. And Lonnell, you you like nailed that. Like that was really good. So my only statement is this about is white people, white women, the devil. Mm-hmm. Only thing I want to say is um the devil, evil, it doesn't have a color. It's a vibration. Mm-hmm. So you have that evil from no matter what. There's a pre- there's a lot of evil melanated chicks walking around here too, mm-hmm. setting up guys, you mm-hmm. know, doing some real evil stuff to their children. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not about the color that's going to bring in that evilness. It's about the heart of the person and the frequency and the vibration that they're on. If you vibrating low, you're going to do some low, evil, unrighteous things because that's the space that you're in. And those are the, you know, that's the room you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. But when you're a more high vibrating person, you know, happier in your heart, you know, happy heart is always in heaven. Uh, unhappy heart is already in hell. So when you're dealing with those bitter spirits and stuff, it'll make you an evil person. But, you know, and then you have to remember when it comes to white people, a lot of prejudice it was instilled in them. They were groomed to be prejudiced against us. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, I graduated from Littleton High School in Littleton, Colorado. That was my last year of school. We had to move from California. So I went from a middle-class, very universal school with all colors to a predominant white school where me and my brother was like the fourth and fifth black student at the school ever. So imagine that, you know, that was like a culture shock. Right. And it wasn't that they were prejudiced. They just didn't know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I ended up making, befriended a, a quite a few people. I mean, I, you know, I'm a friendly person. So mm-hmm. I was managed to just be, you know, a cheerleader and all that. But 
the bottom line of what I'm saying is that I met some very genuine people who had questions about us. Mm. It wasn't about, can I touch your hair and stuff like that. Mm. It was more or less like, well, what's the difference? Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. I've never, I've never been up this close. We were born and raised in cracker country. Mm. We've never been this close to, you know? So it was more or less questions, but on the, on the flip side, I had questions too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, do you guys really get lice? We get dandruff. You know what I mean? Like, do you guys really have bugs crawling in your, you know, like for right. real though, you know what I mean? Like, what is that about? You know? So it, it it's that interracial marriage thing where there are differences and you have to learn about each other cultures, rather you're in a marriage, a friendship, rather you're working with someone closely, rather you're neighbors with someone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of about just integrating and maybe learning about each other. But, you know, I feel like people should just be with who they want to be with because it's really about the heart. And if you love someone enough, all of that other stuff will fall into place if it's divine in the first place. You know what I mean? Right. You know, I don't think color should be such a big deal this day and time when we have so many other things going on, you know, across the sea. And we have so many prejudice stuff going on, right? But I'm going to conclude it with this. That's all I wanted to say on that. And I just want to answer as far as dating an interracial person, as far as another, I think you said Black and African-American, right? I have two daughters Mm -hmm. in relationships with African men. And I tell you, they treat them like goddess. Mm -hmm. They are, um, they get along all very well. And it's been very interesting learning about each other cultures, right? They were, they're Muslim, but they still come to church. Mm. They're very open because they love them. So they know that we kind of have to both give and take with the cultural thing. Mm -hmm. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, they say love is the greatest gift. And I think that that's a true statement because I watch, you know, I watch them, you know, and I'm, I'm experiencing even the language barrier with their, with, with their mom, you know, Mm -hmm. with the boy's mom, Mm -hmm. there's a language barrier, but her and I get along very good, very, very well. And we have two grandsons together. Mm -hmm. So when I tell you, it's a very beautiful thing. Um, it's very beautiful. You know, they come from the same country that my children's dad come from. So they're learning their culture from their ancestors in the midst of being with these men. So, you know, um, that's it though. I want to thank everybody who joined me here live tonight on Zoom. I want to thank everybody who watched this on YouTube, listen to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere that you find your podcast. I sincerely appreciate you tuning in every single month. If you do not follow us, please go to all social medias and all podcast platforms and type in at the podcast official page. Please type in all of that at the podcast official page. Please subscribe, please comment, please like, and most of all, please share. And if you ever want to join the live conversation, we do this the last Monday of every month, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we do it on Zoom. The Zoom ID is 815-499-0955, and there is no password to join. Just come right on in, and instead of you having to leave your comments, down below in the comment section, you can leave your thoughts right here on camera, right here live with us on Zoom every single month. So please join us. Please continue watching. Please continue to follow us. Please continue your support. We sincerely appreciate you, and we will see you next month.